This is my favorite part of the show, the Groove Cafe, where I get to talk to different personalities about what they do and how they've also gotten to where they are. Today, I have Arthur Katabalo joining me on the Groove Cafe. Um, Arthur happens to be a media consultant and strategic political communications and public relations consultant. Mm -hmm. Now, for people who are like, eh? Mm -hmm. What is a <laughs> communications consultant? Um, wait, no, it... It sounds all so um, clever. Yes, it does. Uh, it, big it, words. It, it, <laughs> many, many big words together. No, it's, it's actually well, it, 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 an easier way of attracting um, a certain kind of clientele. It's actually, it's, it's sort of, I do help people talk about what they do. There's mm. a difference between marketing mm -hmm. and, and communications. Okay. And, um, so I do help people talk about what they do. I also do help people um improve on their communications like com corporate communications okay um one of the things that helps um communications within well within society really is is sorry what communication helps is is, is efficiency and people and this is something that people sometimes rec don't recognize one of my um sorry i talk a lot that's why no 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 this is fantastic uh -huh. uh, one of my um um, my managers and, and, and I'll make sure he listens he's, a co he's uh, used to I, I work for a company in the UK called uh, Fast Group mm -hmm. um, or used to now I, I'm, I'm actually I'm not with them for a while um, he's called Mike Carroll mm -hmm. and um, he was my managing director when I was uh, with Fast Group uh, Fast and, and and he would come to you and uh, as, as commercial trains director for them and he would talk to you in the most humbling way. I'd feel like I'm actually ordering my managing director. But then you find that you could actually do anything for him. But it was that communication. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, that's me really. That's, okay, that's, that's, that's interesting. So you help in terms of making sure a message is clear. Yes. And delivered directly because some, some messages can be lost in translation yeah, as well. Yes. Some, some, sometimes actually, sometimes you actually don't have to say anything, mm -hmm. and people don't understand. Don't understand oh yeah, anything. you don't have to respond to everything. Sometimes you don't well. have to respond. Oh to yes, anything. I believe in that. I believe in the yeah. power. So, so mm -hmm. I, 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 I advise people on that, um, and 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 then, but uh, fundamentally, I'm a journalist. Okay. I'm a broadcasting journalist. Ah, so, so that's your foundation. That's my. That's foundation. what you studied in school. Well, I actually started off studying as a writer. As a, as a, I started off, the only thing I know, I do really, really well, <laughs> mm -hmm. is writing. Okay, you're, you're uh, confident about oh, no, that, that. That that one I can write until the cows <laughs> come home. But um, okay, but um, I I I got the chance to move to England a long time ago. And I thought I should get into this broadcasting industry because when I left Uganda those days, it was really difficult mm -hmm. to get into the broadcasting industry. Well, there weren't that many broadcasting mm. houses. Okay. So, um, um, this was after school, was it? Yeah, 1995, 96. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I moved to the UK then. And then, um, 98 really. And then I got there and I thought, well, let me try and find out about broadcasting journalism because when I left Uganda I'd been taught about broadcasting for example the computer somebody drew it on the, on the blackboard 
um, yes. So I, I remember even when I first sent my first email. Uh, but so when I went to the UK, I just thought, let me get into this industry and find out how it is. And I was quite lucky, and I've been lucky within the within what my industry. I was quite lucky that I went and asked for a few jobs in the UK, and they gave them to me. Okay. And um, and then I ended up studying at Staffordshire University as a broadcasting a masters broadcasting journalism. So I've actually moved into broadcasting journalism sphere mm-hmm. after training. Mm-hmm. But then I'm one of those people who sometimes gets really um, impatient in what's happening. Okay. So then I transitioned into communications. Mm-hmm. Was this before you came back to Uganda? This was after I came back to Uganda. Okay. That's another conversation. When did you I, come back? Because though? I need to, I, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is encouraging Ugandans living abroad coming back to Uganda. But let's have that conversation. Uh, uh, we, we could spend the whole Okay, day. but what, what, was, what made you come back home? Um, I came back home at the time because I was going through a personal crisis. Um, and I thought I'd come back to Uganda to sort of after 20 years. I thought I'd come back to Uganda and have a reset, really. Let me go back home and find out what's what's there. I've not been there. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you well, coming back on I used holiday? to come back, yeah. Okay, but you know okay. when you come back and people say, you're summer. Things, mm-hmm. You come back and you live in the bubble. <laughs> you yes. don't know what's going on. You don't on. really experience what's no, happening. No, you don't know what's really experience. You know, you don't. You come back when you've saved up for those two weeks and, and, and you live the high life. Mm-hmm. So I came back and I thought I'm going to stay in my mum's garage. Mm-hmm. And um, after four months, I'm thinking this is quite interesting. <laughs> because That's when I came word. back, yeah, because when I came back here, uh, I realized that the people that had left after we'd finished high school were now in positions of influence in industry, business, mm-hmm. ec- economics, agriculture. Most of my Budonian friends are not in in politics. In fact, some of them don't understand why I'm having a foray to politics. Not really. But <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, so I came back and most of my friends were quite high up. Okay. And um, they were influencers. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were managing business. They were managing, they were high up in banking. And here I was coming from England and so did you recognize that that was an opportunity to leverage those relationships? Exactly. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I unashamedly did so. <laughs> so Good. I came back, and but, but they also encouraged it. They also encouraged it. They said, well, Arthur, we're here. What, what are you doing going back to England? To do what? I, 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 so you were considering it? Yes, I'd come back for six months only. Mm-hmm. To see what happens? To see what happens, to just live an irresponsible life I suppose mm. or maybe just to, to take a break to mm. reset as you said and then said. go back to the UK to, to back to normal mm. and then I came here and my friends uh, they were the ones who were giving out jobs so mm-hmm. now you said a lot of people are surprised that you're you know jumping into politics while wading into those waters maybe you can explain to um, I, people this listening is, this is how I explain it not mm. everybody who works in Mulago is a doctor Mm-hmm. So I'm in politics as a communicator, as a communication specialist, uh-huh. because politics needs this. I, I, I mean, uh, it, it's no secret I'm, I'm General Tumukunde's spokesperson, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't have a constituency that I'm trying to influence. Um, I do not have that kind of political mind which is always calculated. In fact, some of the people whom I work with at Renewed Uganda call me diplomat. 
because I think I'm probably very risk averse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but for me, it's about the communication. So, um, I'm, uh, and I've done what they call strategic political communications for the Conservative Party in the UK. Oh. So, um, that's another conversation. <laughs> so, okay. um, I, I, I've, I've done uh, I've done that for the Conservative Party in, in the UK on one or two occasions where I've advised them on how to talk to the minorities, the blacks, the, the, the Somalis, uh, especially people from the, uh, the African region. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I had to convince them that people of ethnic minorities just look at them as middle class white people who don't understand what our problems are so, mm-hmm. so that that's the same is that the same thing you saw here same, that was the same gap no when when i come to ugandan politics i want to be one of the people who actually encourages a different way of talking about politics at the end of the day we're all ugandans we are talking about things that um that benefit Ugandans rather than having things drowned out in tea, what General Tumukunde calls tear gas politics because people just come here and talk about um, oh we are stopped in going to Rukunjiri and that and, and, and at uh, the end of the day it's the mm-hmm. Ugandan who's losing because we are not encouraging them to understand the kind of dreams and policies that people have for, for, for Uganda so I want a more policy based political argument yes. but at the same time to understand that if i am speaking if i'm having an argument with bobby wine or or patrick amuriat or anything like that and we're having a heated argument it's because we're wanting the best for uganda it's not because um we hate each other because i yes. think that is quite immature but so i'm trying to encourage things there like seems that. to be a, a lot of people look at it in terms of black and white and mm. finding that middle ground where you're it, able to talk about policy but also talk about how it affects each and one of us you know on right on the ground mm. that is i think i feel that's where a lot of messages are, are lost mm. yeah absolutely mm. absolutely and it's it's something that i've found um that, that i've found quite disturbing um I'm, I'm, I'm going to, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to speak about General Tumukunde because that, that, that's the camp, I'm working for him, that's the campaign I understand best. I mean, once, when you hear General Tumukunde on radio, he's very, very articulate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many times I've found, to my frustration, and he's actually read it in my face, um, when we've lost that conversation because we've, we, we've digressed into something, I'm thinking, well, let's not digress into something which I think is irrelevant. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Mm. And um, and I've tried not I'm, not, I'm not saying this as if I own the, the campaign, but that's what he employs me for, to actually advise him sometimes on how he puts his message forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said, look, you know, let's, let's talk about it this way. Um, but in general terms, I, that, that's, that, that's something I would want for Uganda, that we have that kind of conversation which is not tribal. Let us be tribal about protecting Uganda mm. and promoting it um, internationally to be a more competitive country rather than trying to um, be tribal within our borders. I mean, if we have an argument, a conversation um, that is heated, let it be on policy okay. rather than personal. So, um, so it can become quite detailed. Let me very detailed you. and clearly you're very passionate about it. 
I mean, speaking of someone, you know, you've done strategic political communications. Mm, mm. When you look at a lot of politicians, I feel there's certain things sometimes that are missing and maybe mm. it's uh, they don't realize that personal branding mm, is mm. something that is so important for anyone who's looking at politics. Mm. How should people consider that? Um, personal branding is... is, is, is it's very important is that, that people understand what you are about, what, what you're talking about. And, and I like what we're talking uh, in, in the last two, three minutes. We get to a point where people get lost in what... I mean, for example, I've, I've, sorry, I keep jumping up. And mm-hmm. We've got politicians now who are very focused on removal the incumbent mm-hmm. well the removal of the incumbent does that mean it's going to solve all Uganda's problems definitely not now I want somebody then to go back and think about having their message well manicured or pedicured I don't know what word to use so that it is their message it is their dreams it's their idea um, and, and so that people understand mm. Um, that, that that kind of messaging, that kind of um, delivery, is from that person. Mm-hmm. Um, it it can become so. It's not with, like a general sentiment. No, sir, because everybody is going to come, go around and say, "I'm going to give you new hospitals. I'm going to build new roads. I'm going to build new schools." Mm. And then you go back and sit them sit with them and say, "Right, let's cost." Yes. How exactly are you going yes. to do so this? So you're going to get you're going to build a new school for Naguru, Naguru new Naguru Primary School. I don't know whether uh, Naguru Primary School. So where is the money going to come from? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, once you are talking about, once you are in the political sphere, I want people then to be able to understand that if somebody is talking, this is the kind of way they are going to talk about their politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now. The way I see it, and I may be wrong, but this is the way I see it, is that most of the politicians who are on the political ticket for presidency or or LC5 or, or MP, they are all talking about the same thing in the same way. Such that for me, if I'm listening to you talking, if your voices were all doctored sound the same hmm. I don't know who's who uh-huh. you see I see uh, one of my lecturers at university told me, told me something really important if you know about a Coca-Cola bottle if you broke it mm-hmm. and you remain with just the bottle you will still know that's a Coca-Cola <laughs> bottle yes 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 now I want my conversation my messaging that even if you broke it you will still recognize it that is and you know exactly what the source that, is yeah, that is that, that what the source is that's it so um, so branding within political sphere is very important. I, I, I've tried branding with the commercial uh, entities, not with a lot of success, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but but it is quite it is quite uh, important. Well, you know, one thing about communications is it affects each and everything we do. It's in every part of our lives, whether it's private, personal, I mean, our relationships, work relationships. So you are talking about trying to make sure that, you know, the communication is as clear. Mm. um, It's packaged properly. Mm. It's delivered effectively. Mm. Now, for someone who struggles 
with communication? Because also individuals also have really terrible communication skills. Mm. What are some basics that you can leave us no, with? No, I've got, do you know what? My, my love the most dear is probably tell you, I've got, I've got absolutely no clue when I'm at home what I'm talking about. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm the one who wakes up in the morning and says, where am I, socks? <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, we do understand how to handle these things at very different levels. Mm. Um, when we're talking about personal communications, um, and this is because I lecture sometimes, um, this this can become, you need to understand where people come from. You need to understand who these people are. If you're communicating communicating to somebody, is it verbal or, or, or just signals? I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. We do all have a personal space. You and I have just met each other in the last few minutes. So there's a personal space between you and me. Mm-hmm. It's three foot. Mm-hmm. Within three foot, yeah, I If I invade that, you're mm-hmm. going to draw back and say, what's going on? Yet with a friend of yours, somebody you've known for, like, for example, James. James can easily evade that mm-hmm. to hugging. Mm-hmm. So how do I then, because then I, sometimes I need to get information out of you, which involves me invading your personal space. How do I do that then? There is a 45 degree angle. Then I can stand next to you by your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I've invaded your space. Okay. But because it's but not, it's not frontal, direct frontal. Mm-hmm. Yes. You feel comfortable with it. So so there are things like that that p- people can do. Um, there's something I learned in England and we're doing it now. Mm-hmm. Eye contact. Eye contact is so important. In the UK, um, um, I, I was married to an English lady. Mm-hmm. And she used to find it difficult that I never used to look at her when we were talking. Because then in the UK, that is being shifty. Yes. You're telling lies. If you're looking down to the side, they're Yet, like, what are yeah. you hiding? Yes. Yet in Uganda, it's confrontational. Mm-hmm. I cannot look. I, I mean, uh, now, because I've said I've looked off to our producer. Um, because looking at somebody directly is confrontational. Mm-hmm. You see, so that, so some of you need to know some of these. So we have to unlearn some of these. Yeah, we've got to unlearn some of them. And, and for, that, then, for example, I've got my brothers, whom I love dearly, whom I can sustain a conversation when they're in the, in the next room for two hours. <laughs> we've not looked at each other. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to perfectly well, and we've not looked at each other hmm. at all. So. How do some of these things which are silent, you don't know how to do. So it's that conversational. Mm -hmm. uh, It's the things that you have to understand as a person. That There are certain things that that I do and I cannot do. I I was in the transport industry in the UK Mm -hmm. for most of the time that I was there. Now, sometimes I had to go out into what we used to call the long tubes, the trains that the, air, the trains, the buses, the, mm-hmm. the airlines. Yes. Mainly the trains and the buses. And you may be talking to passengers. Now, we understood that if you're speaking for speaking to a couple that are coming from the Middle East, even if you're talking to the lady, you speak to the husband. Yes, always speak to the husband. I, I found that so <laughs> offensive so until I understood. It is yes, the culture, though. It's the culture. that. Mm-hmm. So you always speak to the husband. So, um, I, But it's some of these things that come with knowledge and training Mm. Um, but then please don't ask me anything about how to handle marriages because then that is (laughs) or relationships because then I am I I, I am pretty useless at that (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I think it's a constant learning process. Mm, you mm. have to try and also to understand the person that you're talking to and, you know, how to communicate with them. Because mm, mm. everyone is different. Like you said, we have different backgrounds. Our cultures, you know, teaches us different things. But I would say maybe one thing is mm. people speaking up more. Um, how do you mean? I mean, actually saying what they, they, what they want think, what they or what want. they think. Because yes. that seems to be one of the places where most communication just, you know, falls into this yes, yes, deep you're dark hole. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, 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 I've, I've got, I've got my, 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 my chairman mm-hmm. in Uganda. He's a gentleman called Omar Kalingenyago. And he's a, he's a lovely man. He's, uh, he's, he's... He's in. He's probably in his mid fifties, but he's the kind of person you think he's probably thirty five. He's he's a lovely man, and 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 I love him to bits. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we just met, um, I I am a very institutional structure man. Mm-hmm. Um, with me, I it it I think it comes out with the training with the companies that I've worked for that you. <laughs> I am middle management, but when you're middle management, you manage downwards as well as managing upwards. Upwards, yes. And 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 and, and now I call him Omar. <laughs> and and I've got Omar. He's the chairman of Renewed Uganda, and I'm thinking, oh my god, uh, he's got a large office and a large chair. How am I going to handle this man? And he's the most um, unassuming gentleman you've ever met. Mm-hmm. The one thing I know is you cannot, you should not tell him a lie, because mm-hmm. then you know about it. Um, but then, in his way, and I'm learning a lot from him. In his ways of, he he seems to be very, very informal, in a very deceptive way. <laughs> so you're very informal with him, but then he is making things happen. Mm-hmm. Now um, I'm learning that way of management that I can just go and knock and say, "Morning, chairman." And then I can say pretty much what I want, but because I feel the confidence, tell him pretty much what I want. Some of it, which is basically shooting myself in the foot, <laughs> he gets to know what is going on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I have learned from him that if he gives me what Manchester United fans call the hairdryer appoint, uh, appointment, where he basically will get annoyed with you and he will shout at you. Mm-hmm. He's professional. Mm. Suck it in, keep quiet, go back and sort out what you've messed up. Yes, yes. Focus on what you've done wrong. Yes. And when you come back, it's like nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. We move on. Ah, so it's not a personal attack. It's a lot of people person. take it personally. No, 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 no. Sometimes I think the first time we had one of those, I went back and sulked for about two days. <laughs> and then came back and he had seemingly forgotten it. Mm-hmm. But um, but for me, that is another way of actually understanding interpersonal communications. Mm-hmm. Some of these things you need to understand, especially professional communications. That uh, and it need, needs to be understood by both parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. That look, if we're having a difficult conversation, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to lay into you, but after that, I'm going to go and. You offer me a cup of coffee. Yeah. People need to remember that. People need to learn. But um, I've discovered that it doesn't always happen as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and I've experienced it on several occasions. I mean, um, we um, I'm talking about my managers now, General Tumukunde as well. He's, a, he's, a, he's an army man. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's a general. Yes. And you know that when he asks you, Arthur, could we have a conversation? You think, oh my God, is he going to order me to battle? <laughs> Mm-hmm. When maybe all he wants to explain to him is some 
random thing that was said by somebody else on on air. Mm-hmm. So um, so these these are kinds of the conversations that people need to learn how to deal with, mm-hmm. you know. But as I said, there's so many different scenarios. Uh, so many little in. nuances yes, to everything. Yes. Well, um, Arthur, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Um, you mentioned that you lecture sometimes um, for someone who is like fascinated right now. They're like, mm. Mm, how can they hear more from you? How can they reach you? Um, what would someone do? Um, well, I'll be honest with you. Until the elections are over, I'm, I'm pretty much not available. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have promised to be with General Tumukunde until he doesn't need my services. Okay. So okay. Um, until such a time, I am um, with, 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 with Renewed Uganda. But having said that, um, you've talked about lecturing. I love teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to tell you how to... I love teaching. The reason why I love teaching is you get this person who's got absolutely no clue about what they're talking about, what they want to do. But they've got a passion with journalism. Mm-hmm. And then they leave and you think this person can take over my job soon <laughs> because they're that good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I love, I love, I love, I love that. Um, the way to uh, contact me is easily, first of all, my email, which is, I'm going to be phonetic about this, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's Mike Whiskey Echo November Kilo Yankee 99 mm-hmm. at gmail.com. M W E N K Y. Okay. 99 mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Or my phone number 0789-288-917. I like talking about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody wants me. Lily, I think we'll need to continue this conversation. <laughs> oh, we have definitely. just scratched the surface, barely scratched the surface. Oh, barely scratched. As I said, it's something that I find um, I, 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 I like talking about. The other thing that I like talking about is. Um, um, gosh, my brain has just gone. <laughs> um, no, you know, I was taught at school. I was taught things which I didn't need to learn. Mm-hmm. So I like talking about dyslexia. Dyslexia, yes, yes. yes. Like, so many people um, have grown uh, up with yeah, it. And... I like talking about it. I like encouraging people because I'm dyslexic. Mm-hmm. So going through school, they said I was dense. Oh. which meant you are stupid. Mm. When I went to university, my university lecture said I was near genius. So what happened between the two? Yeah. So, so that Someone I like did to, not identify it and diagnose yes, it. Yeah. Yes. So I like talking about things like that um, quite a lot. Um, but um, You know what? I'll have you back to talk about that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank it's you been, so much for joining me on the show. It's been a pleasure. and I've heard a lot about you and um, it's been a pleasure. See, I think I've, I've, I've actually had you on, on Sanyu with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we'd never had the chance to meet Well, him. now we've met. And I, I am serious, you'll be coming back. <laughs> just, just give me a call. You've got my number now. All right, <laughs> then. Thank you so much. Groove Cafe.